happy Friday and welcome to Minute 85 of the Great Escape Minute, the daily podcast where we dig into the Great Escape one minute at a time. I'm Rob and joining me to finish off the week as he has all week is Brian Lockhart from the Marine Corps Movie Minute. Welcome back, Brian. Hey, thanks. You haven't kicked me out yet, so I'm still here. Unfortunately, uh, you're a little too drunk, so I have to take away your keys. <laughs> I gotta, I go, I, I'm gotta, I'm half in the bag. I gotta go get in my bag and go to sleep. Sleep it off. Exactly. So minute eighty-five begins with Mac giving his opinion of the booze and goes all the way until Ramsey inquiring about the colonies. So once again, we continue the conversation between the characters from yesterday, where they're all discussing the booze. You know, the the moonshine that the uh, these three Americans have decided to, uh, you know, enjoy. You know, Roder uh, has his sip yesterday. Had his sip yesterday, and basically said that he's never had anything more extraordinary since he's been captured. And Mac starts off by saying, "Oh, it's shattering." <laughs> <laughs> no, let no, me just sorry, say, sorry. Roger said it's shattering. So then right, Mac it's shattering. Goes, well, I well, think it's rather good. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is great because they're all like trying to be polite about it or not be polite. They're, they're trying not to criticize it, but they're basically saying it's, you can tell they don't like it. <laughs> so, so then it followed up with, I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they don't like it, but, but again, they're saying this is better than nothing. Yeah, for sure. Now uh, at the, the way, when I was watching the minutes kind of broken down, um, I, I honestly thought that Roger said it was shat. And I thought I was like, oh, uh, you know, he's just Britishly, you know, swearing. And and then I forgot that it was like, it's shattering. But so then I I went on this whole thing about like, oh, that's hilarious. He thinks it's shat. And, you know, I'm like, wow, I'm surprised they kind of use that language in this movie. You know, just all that. And and then I was like, oh, I just had to, you know, pay attention to what I was actually looking at, and it's shattering. Exactly. And and what, what's funny is, is that you see Mac then taking another swig. It takes a long swig. He doesn't have that much. He no, didn't give him no. that much. There's a lot of pantomiming going on here with the drinking. Yeah, no question about it. And then, uh, you know, Mac continues and he goes, well, with your permission, sir, I think I'll all on Kive. Now, when I heard him say this, I started oh doing God. a search on the internet for what. Okay, so you're not the only Kive. idiot who did it. And I, <laughs> I, know, it I did the same thing. I'm like... <laughs> What the hell? I'm like, this has got to be a British thing. It's got to be a British thing. And, I, and I'm like. Exactly. I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure out what is Kive. And, and, and Google kept this, telling me you know. knives. And I would just say great escape. And it would like, and it would do. And I'm like, finally, I just, I don't know what I did. And I found it. And then I was like, oh, it's him just being drunk. And he's saying, call on eyes. <laughs> and, I, and then I exactly. felt like such an idiot because I spent all this time trying to figure out what the hell a Kai was. <laughs> like, what is this? Exactly. You see? Well, we're, we're yeah. oh, I, you don't know how relieved I was to hear that you said that because I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to find out what this means. I was determined and I just, you know, I was like, oh, it's just, a, he, he's drunk and he, he, he slurred his speech basically. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, no, that's just really funny because like again, I spent I spent too much time looking for that also. But but you know, even if this is really potent uh, moonshine, my, my assumption is is that no one's gonna no, get drunk no. within minutes, yeah, or seconds even. It Not went straight to his minutes. brain, you know. <laughs> like there's no way. Yeah, it th- th- doesn't really you know doesn't doesn't make that. No, much. but it's still a fun little bit, you know. But uh, well, especially since it made both of us go and try and figure <laughs> exactly. out what a kind is. <laughs> 
Yep. What's a kive? <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, he basically is saying he's going to go call on Ives. What, what, that, that, what happens right after that is, is hilarious, because then you have both Roger and Ramsey look at each other in a very strange way, and they look at the booze also. Maybe they're they're questioning right. why he's drunk so quickly. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's 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 meant to be Scottish. Our, our Scots are known for for being yes, able they to are. drink, aren't they? <laughs> uh, apparently, not Mac. <laughs> yeah. Because right, he's exactly. all <laughs> Then then we see a shot again of the the entire group of uh, prisoners. You can see some of the uh, more prominent ones. Uh, Standing around there, also they're all uh, toasting Henley, and you know you got Cavendish there, and you got Sedgwick, and you got Nemo, and what what they. It's interesting. We discussed this earlier in the yeah. week. You don't I was just Danny about to say that I was there. specifically looking for Danny because I like Charles Bronson, and I was like, and how we talked about it earlier. Yeah, he's not. I don't see them. He's not here. I paused it, and he's just, it's just a crowd. You know, Charles Bronson was a pretty big, big star. Um, maybe he was just like, uh, I'm not showing up to set this day. <laughs> you don't need me. <laughs> I don't need to be at the trial shots. Yeah. Uh, quite possibly. Or maybe he was yeah, you know, up maybe, to Joe Ireland maybe. that day. Yeah, no, I, I saw a little thing. I did, I did not realize this, that, but at one point in the 70s, Charles Bronson was the number one draw. Like, he, he was the highest paid actor. He commanded, like, a million dollars a film. Uh, which I think was pretty rare back then. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that, that yeah. had to do with Deathwish. You know, he 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 had some great great roles in the sixties. There's no question about that. I mean, you got this movie. You have him in The Dirty Dozen. You had him in Magnificent Seven. You had him in uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. I think there's a few others that 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 he was in at the time that that were you know great great films. That uh, yeah, he he's not like the star of any of them, but he is maybe The Dirty Dozen. He's he's kind of number two behind uh, uh uh lee marvin but but that that still was an ensemble an ensemble film um he has one of the bigger roles in it but yeah he always just seems to be kind of in these movies and not like the main focus but my personal opinion he's great in every one of them <laughs> except for once upon a time in the west that's that's pretty much his movie right i i've only seen bits and pieces of that i actually own yeah. it and i have yet to watch all of it because it's like 10 hours long <laughs> No, no, I, I know it's not, not that long. <laughs> I actually, it makes me makes me curious to know which which movie is longer, that or this movie, because uh, this movie is 172 minutes. Once upon a time in the West is nope. It's five minutes. It's six minutes shorter. Really? Movie. Yes. Oh, see now. It's only it's only 166. Oh wow! Minutes. I, I mean, again, I know that I, you know the runtime of this movie. I look at it and it's long. It does not feel long. Although there was one right. scene when I was watching it on Amazon, and I'm like, oh, they're going to um, they're gonna go to – it's one of these old classic films that goes to intermission. And I felt like it was about to, and it didn't. So right. I was like, oh, okay. It's not – It's I forget what scene it was, but it was probably about the halfway point. And then, you know, I know I know films used to do that, especially if they went a little too long. But like, like um, some of the Bible epics. But. And Lawrence yeah. of Arabia. I mean, you had a lot of lot of movies in the, the in the sixties. They did, yeah. where they you know, especially ones that had prominent music, which this movie does also. But they they would use that to have you know they have uh, Entrant, I think it's called, 
you know, where, where they play the music at the beginning and the other music at the end, and then you have the, the intermission where they play the music. Yeah. Um, you, you think that they would have done that with this also because of the fact that Bernstein's music is just amazing. It's very prominent. Yeah, you know, they would use that to, you would use that to highlight Yeah, for it. sure, for sure. It, and it's a big part of the movie. Um, I, I definitely think it helps propel this, the, the movie. Is I, I think I mentioned earlier this week that I, I think it helps with the feeling that it's not as long as it really is. Um, it's, it's just, it's just like these little ditties throughout the whole movie, but it's, it's it can be pretty epic too. Um, I, I don't pay attention to it as much more in the, maybe some of the more somber scenes, but, uh, you know, I do, I do like the big bombastic, um, kind of main theme. Um, again, I think it's, it's kind of lighthearted actually. And maybe that's why mm-hmm. I like it. It's upbeat. Um, right. You're in for kind of an adventure. Definitely, it's. I've I've mentioned this numerous times. It's it's pretty much a heist movie. Yeah, for sure. You know the way that it's it's played I, and the the music helps with. That's that a too. good point. It's not. I mean, yes, it is a war film, but you're right. It's it's well, it's like a prison escape film, but it's yeah, it's it's a heist. There, it's all about the planning, and then we get the hopefully the satisfaction of the execution of it, and I that that was exactly. not a pun. Correct. So at this point, uh, Henley moves to the crowd. Everyone's toasting him. He sits down next to Colin. They toast each other. And then th- this is a very interesting conversation between the two of them because Henley says, you know what this is? And at this point, you know, you're, you're listening. And you're like, okay, he's actually going to explain to us what, what it is that they've done. You know, not just to say this is potato vodka. You know, like maybe give us something a little more. And, and then Colin's response is just so matter-of-factly. He goes, well, I can tell you what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's, it's no Napoleon right. Brandy. <laughs> now, I didn't know much about Napoleon Brandy, but I looked it up and it just, I think, I correct me if I'm wrong, if you, if you happen to know, but I think Napoleon Brandy just means it's been aged a little bit longer than normal brandy. It has to be aged like six yes, it's, years. It's, it's, it's cognac. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. They were talking about cognac when I was reading about it. And it's just, yeah, it's just, it's aged longer or something like that, so. Right. I mean, some of the, the uh, I was looking up that, that uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, they still have brand or cognac, Napoleon cognac from, from 1812. Oh, wow. Which is, which is now worth, you know, close to $300,000. Wow. I'll drink to that. <laughs> yeah, but you would, but, but, but if you spent $300,000 on it, you're no. not going to be drinking to <laughs> no, exactly. it. <laughs> Unless it's brute. Well, actually, you'll be drinking. You'll be drinking to it, but you won't be drinking right, from. Correct. It. <laughs> Unless it's Brewster's Million, and I have to spend a billion dollar, you know, a million dollars before a certain time, but I can't have anything to show for it. So I could buy the brandy, I could drink it, and now it's worthless, and I've spent money. Right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking point. here. There you go. There you go. You see, movies are so helpful. I, I love Brewster's <laughs> Million. It's and and the, the the Richard Pryor version is still better than the original. Because it was it was made like five or six times, but his is still my favorite. It's just done so well. <laughs> yeah. Then then Henley looks at him and it just stares at him for a second. Yeah. <laughs> and when he's saying, he's like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> and he just like squints at him, <laughs> like, "Be be 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 happy with what you got." You know? Right. <laughs> not going to get any any Napoleon brandy here. Yeah, well, he does kind of laugh at his thing, but then he's like, yeah, are you serious? <laughs> like, really? 
how long have you been in, in the band? Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Seriously. And then we cut to another scene with Piltz walking up to Ramsey and Roger. And he goes, you know, he's pandering a little bit and says, so how do you like it, sir? Yeah. <laughs> and the response is, well, it's, uh... Roger starts saying that he doesn't really, this is the first time in the entire movie that, that Roger, played by Richard Attenborough, is a, at a loss of words. <laughs> Throughout the entire movie, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's saying. Everything is planned accordingly. Everything is is is, is set to a schedule. Everything. It, this is the first time that he's like, uh, I don't know what to tell you about this. This. this it's, he wants to be polite, but he doesn't want to tell him it's shattering. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So then you get the response from Ramsey to the colonies, which is a great save. It's a great save because neither one of them want to yes. say it's terrible, but they because they appreciate the effort and the, and to be polite that he changes the subject and toasts to the colonies. <laughs> That's right. To the colonies, independence. Yep. And all three of them still have enough to, 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 to drink from. Now, did you notice what Roger's cup, what, what Roger's cup um, looks like? Let me double check here. Just, it looks like a coffee cup to me. No, not Roger's. No, Roger, yeah. Roger, Roger has a, a basic. Yeah, Roger no, has, has, a, has a coffee a, cup. A, a, like a camping cooking pot, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a frying pan. Yeah, I noticed that earlier. He had it, and it, when he was filling it up, and it was kind of spilling all over, sloshing. And then, yeah, he's, it, they pretty much used whatever they had. They had six hundred guys, so they had to give booze to. No, but but what's interesting is if you look in contrast to what Ramsey's holding, Ramsey really does look like he's holding. It doesn't even look like a tin cup, does it? No, it looks like a full-on coffee cup. Like exactly, like like where the hell did you get a coffee cup? Yeah, Hill says the you know traditional canteen that like the canteen coffee cup you would see in every war film. Like you know that's that was a service. You know that was what you got. But um, yeah, no, no, that's a full-on regular coffee cup. <laughs> well, you know he's he's in charge. You know, uh, rank has benefits. You know. Yes, it does. Apparently, he he has his uh, little office with a little coffee cup. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, so that that's that, that's just really funny to to notice that that, that that's what he's what they're drinking from. Ramsey then says, "So how are you guys managing <laughs> over there without us?" <laughs> that's what I was laughing. Getting along all right, are you? Yeah, and I'm, I'm disappointed we we don't get the. We don't get the response, you know. That's next. That's next week, you know. So I, I'm in, you know. I need to know how the Americans doing without the British people, you know. I'm dying to know, especially after 168 years. <laughs> so it, it's, I, I like, I like that a little bit because it's like it's clear that um, he has, they have nothing in common, uh, you know, as far as they don't. He doesn't know what to say to him. I, I was wondering how much Hiltz actually interacted with these guys. Um, you know, at this point, because it's like they know who he is. Obviously, they they all know who each other are. Um, they obviously are, you know, one's an American and the other two are British officers. But I, I am curious as to like how often do they interact? Because they do kind of seem like they don't have anything to say other than well, this because he's coming up. Well, how how are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't us? think they have much much in common besides the fact that they're 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 all pilots and stuff like that. And that they're trying to get out. The, the, there, there are very few scenes where you have them all together, Ramsey, Roger, and Hiltz. And most of the time, it's they're questioning him as to you know what his plan is to get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at first, it seems like it's like he's doing his own program, and they're and they're kind of like 
well, you need to get in line with right. us at, at first, you know. But I do like that he says, <laughs> getting along, are you? <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah, we think you're doing fine. Is is this true? Is this true? A little chit-chat. That's what it is. They're trying to. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're just, I mean, obviously they can't talk about uh, the escape plans. That's not great. Um, they they want to have that out in the open like that. No. This is not the time to have that conversation. Uh, again, he you know he's he's a lower rank. You know, yes, they're all pilots, but you know these guys are higher rank and all that. So it is is again, he's just one of the one of the troops. Right. Um, you know, plus and then you got the the whole you know the fact that one's an American, one's British. Um, they don't have as much in common as far as no, normal everyday chit chat other than, Hey, and of course it, it's in line with this whole, you yeah. know, up the rebels down the British, you know, kind of 4th of July party. So he's like doing okay over there. Are you? <laughs> so we've been discussing this movie in depth all week and I, I, I have forgotten to ask you, you know, what'd you tell everyone your history with this movie? You know, when did you first hear it? When did you see it? You know, why do you like it so much? I mean, Obviously, you only got to talk about, uh, you know, these five brief minutes throughout the movie, but maybe you have something else you want to tell everyone about uh, about your experience with the movie or your thoughts about different aspects of the film. I mean, I've kind of hinted at some of it throughout, you know, the week of just that I enjoy it as far as is that. And, it, it um, you know, I find it um, – it's one of those – inspirational is a little corny, but it's kind of an inspirational movie – um, I said that you know it gets tense um, at the end. I'm, I'm I'm fascinated with the fact that this was this really happened. Uh, the movie does a good job of, uh, of of giving you an entertaining movie, but still giving being close to what really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as as far as this movie, I mean, I had seen the Steve McQueen motorcycle bit at some point in my life. It's one of those clips that just kind of got shown over and over again um, as a kid, so I was aware of it. But I think where I first even realized what The Great Escape was is when I watched Top Secret with Val Kilmer, <laughs> and he does a bit with a motorcycle. Yeah. And <laughs> and, uh, and I remember, I think because my uncle you know, like showed us all that one time, and he was like, I think he said, like, yeah, that's The Great Escape right there. And I'm like, oh. So getting a little bit older, my dad used to, used to kind of – we would go to the library and get movies free. Uh, and they were always older movies on VHS. And one of the things he said is like, he, he, every once in a while, he'd be like, "Hey, um, have you ever seen this movie?" And he'd make me go watch it. <laughs> and one of them was Great Escape. He's like, "You will like this movie." And he was right. I like this movie. <laughs> uh, so you know, I was probably in high school when I saw it the first time. Um, and it's just one of those when it's when it's Memorial Day, when it's Veterans Day, and it shows up on AMC, and I'm flipping through or something like that, and I'm like, "Oh." Um, Here's Great Escape. I'll watch, you know, I'll I'll leave it on while I'm doing stuff, or I'll I'll um I'll watch it, or um you know I'll watch it from that point on or whatever. Uh, but it's not one I I routinely seek out. But it's just one of those movies where if it's on, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it on at the very mm-hmm. least. And 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 I've spent a you know a little while since I watched it, so when, knowing that I was gonna come on and talk about it for a little bit because. Um, it gave me an excuse to sit down and watch it. And, you know, I'm talking, as I said, I'm like walking around my house humming the theme song <laughs> for like a week, you know, and to much to everybody's chagrin. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a, it's a great movie. I love the all-star cast. I love, you know, most of the people in this. Um, I've already said, you know, I'm a 
Charles Bronson fan. I like I like James Garner. I've never been a huge Steve McQueen fan, but he's great in this. And it's not that I have anything against him. I just am not as familiar with his movies as, you know, James Garner. I mean, I love Donald Pleasance. You know, he's like, he's just great. Like, this, this is such a good movie. Um, in fact, I was trying to explain to my son that, hey, you know that uh, – you know the old guy from Jurassic Park? Well, he's he's in this movie. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, trying to make it like relevant to them in any sort of way, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, but but it's, uh, I mean, it's just a great movie. I think everybody should watch it at, at least at, at some point. Specifically, too, because of knowing that you know knowing what happens and knowing that this really happened. It's it's fascinating. Yeah. It's it's one of those great stories uh, of like never giving up, you know. Like this is move, movie worthy, you know. This is worth um, highlighting on film. Uh, the the story, what happened? Not, I mean, there's so many stories that are, but this is just I don't know. It's it's fascinating, you know. Or just doing a movies by minute podcast. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, That's also an option. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to say about this minute or the movie in general? No, but I will just add that that you know one of the reason I like one of the reasons for liking this interaction besides you know some of the meta humor that goes along with it is you know I was in the Marine Corps. That's why I do the Marine Corps movie minute. Uh, and my when I first got to my first active duty station, I checked in on a Friday, and so I had to, you know I had to wait you know, two days to, to check in to my command. And they apparently were doing a, an operation, a joint operation exercise with some Royal Marines. And they were there um, staying at the base I was at. And they put them all up in the temporary barracks where I was staying. So I roomed with a, a British Marine that night, a Royal Marine. But I little did I know they were leaving the next day and they had the biggest drunken, party than that night and you know here i am 18 years old <laughs> you know just getting to my first duty station here's these like manly you know british you know men you know who've been marines for a while and they're like hey come on out chap you know <laughs> you're coming down drink and i'm like getting plastered with you guys is probably the not the best impression I should be making, you know, underage drinking exactly. before I even check in. <laughs> so I was like, thanks. I appreciate it. And I just remember checking it, you know, kind of checking in on them throughout the night, you know, just as they were partying. And I'm like, it, it just more and more people falling asleep outside and, and passing out and then just waking up to see the, just the chaos the next morning. But like, so they were, they were awesome. They were super, uh, you know, they were just like, Hey, come, come party with us. Come hang out with us. They, you know, they're like, come on. And, uh, I, so I always kind of like, I always think of that fondly. And then, so seeing this kind of is like the little interaction between, you know, service members and, and, and of people of, uh, other from different armies, you know, different, different militaries. I, I like this aspect of it. Cool. That's all I got. Well, yeah. Thank you once again for, for, for taking part this week. It's been been a really fun week. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. So why don't you once again tell people how they can get in touch with you? Well, all week long I've been discussing the Marine Corps Movie Minute podcast where I've already done Heartbreak Ridge one minute at a time. Uh, hopefully by the time this airs I will at least be recording Full Metal Minute, as I'm going to call it. I'm going to do Full Metal Jacket for Season 2. Uh, but what should also be on the air, I've, I haven't mentioned it at all, is – uh, the Marvel Events Timeline podcast that I'm doing with um, Travis Bowe from Watchmen Minute and Real Comic Heroes, 
we are in the process as of this recording of uh, we've already recorded a few episodes, so we should be up and running by the time this airs. So if anybody is interested in Marvel Comics and wants to go through the history of it with us, uh, we are the Marvel Events Timeline Podcast, and our social media is Marvel Events Pod. And that's on all right. across all the social medias. And that's, hope to see you there. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. So while you're doing that, you can go rate, review, and subscribe on any podcatcher that you might be uh, using to listen to the show. You can visit our website, thegreatescapeminute.com. Our Twitter handle is greatescapemxm. Our Facebook group is The Cooler, and you can send us an email at thegreatminute at gmail.com. So hopefully you'll, you'll all be back on the Monday where we will tackle the, the, uh, the halfway point of this movie. We're, we're, we're halfway there. Hopefully everyone will be back on the Monday to, to listen again when we have another, another great guest lined up. Until Monday, tally-ho. Tally-ho. Tally-ho.